It's the seventh day of the current lockdown, and in the wake of the previous lockdowns, it has called all of our sanities into question. These are my diary entries. Keith, chafing from his confinement, gnaws off his own arm in desperation, and Karen will beat him around the head with the bloody end. Day 20. Our sanities are collapsing under the weight of the false confinement. Adam has set up a shrine to Bill Gates in his bedroom. I fear for his sanity, and worst of all, he worships at the altar of Microsoft on a regular basis. Day 27. Jean is suffering badly. It is reported that she has taken holy orders and is going to become a nun. Using her crafting skills to create a habit and wimple that she is starting to wear with alarming regularity. Day 30. Even I am not immune. I am becoming alarmed at my erratic behaviour. I am starting to talk in a strange, staccato manner, wearing a bad toupee and going to record an album. I can only hope this confinement ends soon. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this, the Staggering Stories Hangover Special. I'm Hungover Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I'm going to have another little drinky. <laughs> another one. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. God. Keith, all I can see is your shoulder. That's uh, all right, you don't need to see us. <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, impending lockdown madness besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Woo-hoo! Doctor Who news. The Tenth Doctor and Captain Jack, big finished. (laughs) It seems like we'd seen or heard David Tennant play the Doctor more during 2020 than Jodie Whittaker, (laughs) and now he's stealing Captain Jack from her. Those audio mongers at Big Finish want to simultaneously pump both David Tennant and John Barrowman into your ears with a bit of Gareth David Lloyd's Yanto Jones on the side. This special episode of their Torchwood audio play range, named Torchwood Absent Friends, will mark the 15th anniversary of the Doctor Who spin-off. Barrowman said of this... Fans have been asking for this for a long time. Now that it's OK and it's been cleared, it's great to have him on board. There's an interesting dynamic going on here because Jack still wants to follow him. I bet he does. Yep. <laughs> but yet wants to impress on him that he's still the leader. Uh, dominant. Mm. Tenant added... <laughs> because this isn't a Doctor Who story, the Doctor doesn't have to be ahead of everything and saving the day. What's interesting about this story, from the Doctor's point of view, is he sort of messes up. It's a story about the Doctor being a bit imperfect, which is nice to see now and again, actually. Can I ask a question? Why does David yeah. Tennant sound like Chris Eubank? <laughs> Why not? You know, he messed got, up. Yeah. He's got a sore. He's got a sore throat. He's a versatile <laughs> actor. He can play many roles. Yeah. yeah. His dark materials final season confirmed. Good. Ooh. Ooh. 
The BBC and HBO have announced the commissioning of the third season of His Dark Materials. Given that they are adapting the book trilogy, a season for each book, that means we will get to see the completion of the story. Unlike Michael Grade axing <laughs> tripods two seasons into mm. a three-season book trilogy adaption, HBO's Executive Vice President of Programming, Francesca Orsi, said... Bring in Philip Pullman's epic intricate and culturally resonant body of work to television has been a tremendous privilege. We thank our incredible partners at the BBC and the entire Bad Wolf team, led by the indefatigable Jane Tranter, for their exceptional work on the first two seasons. We look forward to completing the trilogy with this final chapter in Lyra's Journey. The final season will be based on Philip Pullman's book, the Amber Spyglass, and he's expected to bring back the existing cast for the surviving characters and add a host of new characters, many of which will have to be CGI-based. Mm. There is currently no word on when this might hit the screens, but early 2022 is perhaps a fair bet right now. I'm really enjoying this series. I'm really sad yeah. that there's only one more season. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's been epic. Well, better that than to unnaturally extend it. Yeah. Mm. I did when I saw the ending of it. This The Bad Wolf team of the company Bad Wolf, is it anything mm. to yes. do with Russell T? Russell T, no, but it's Jane Trantra and... Oh, God, what was the other one? I can't remember uh, her name. It's two people from the original Tremvite of... Uh, Julie, what's her face? Gardner, thank oh, you. Gardner. Because yeah. Yeah. It, it just yeah. is... It's yeah. not and not, and not a term you would have normally, no. except for under one no. context. <laughs> it, it's it's a group of behind-the-scenes people from season one of Doctor Who. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it might be, but no, so I'm looking forward to that. Next. Doctor Who, new companion incoming. Casting spoilers, ahoy! But anyone with even a casual interest in Doctor Who is unlikely to avoid the news that John Bishop has been cast as a new companion for the seemingly unlucky, or at least truncated, Series 13 of New Who. Head honcho Christopher Anthony Chibnall of Formby, a rather formal title that is, (laughs) said of this, It's time for the next chapter of Doctor Who, and it starts with a man called Dan. Has he got a van? Mm. Soldier man. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and we've had to keep this one secret for a long, long time. Our conversation started with John even before the pandemic hit. Ah, <laughs> uh, bondage. <laughs> the character of Dan was built for him, and it's a joy to have him on board the TARDIS. Bishop, famously a Liverpudlian, is perhaps best known as a comedian these days, but his career includes being a former footballer, a presenter and, yes, an actor. Previous acting roles include appearing in Skins, Accused, Fearless and films Root Irish and Funny Cow. (laughs) Filming on the new season began back in November 2020. Ah. Though in the last couple of weeks, Bishop and his uh, wife both fell ill with Covid. But despite their headaches, nausea and incredibly chronic fatigue, he vows to bounce back, tweeting, Every day we're getting a little stronger and I will be back in Jan. Immediately after the announcement, he posted a photo of him holding a 13th Doctor figure, along with the text, Yep, just when I needed a Doctor. Looking forward to 2021. And then later, I have loved the last few months on set and I'm looking forward to working with the brilliant team. In 2021, honoured to join such a legendary show. 
The eight episodes being shot for Series 13 will start to appear before the end of 2021. Mm-hmm. I, I did wonder how that was working out because I saw the fact that he had COVID, was down with COVID, before I saw the information he was the next <laughs> companion. So I, oh, really? Okay. I, I may have seen it arse about face, but I was wondering how that was going to, to work. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't affect their recording schedule. It's already been pushed out a fair bit. Yeah. Well, I know some of it was being recorded back in September, October, because someone had loads of crew and all the rest of it in their street filming at two o'clock in the morning, and they actually <laughs> managed to put a picture up onto their Facebook feed. Ooh, don't know. Yeah. Well, that's good. Also, we obviously have the news it's going to be back this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't know when, but back this year. So I'm assuming... Yeah, it's mm, sure to be the autumn. end of the year. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Assuming, I'm assuming autumn. Yeah, October, maybe even November. Yeah, I was going to say, I suspect it'd be a November thing to take us through the winter. Mm. Philip Martin... Dead. Yeah, first one of the year, I think. Mm -hmm. Writer Philip Martin has been marshminnowed to death at the age of 82. Mm. Good innings, bad. Martin will be known to Doctor Who fans as the creator of Sill and wrote such stories as Vengeance and Varus, Mind Warp, the unfilmed but novelised and big finished did 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 Mission to Mangus, Mangus. and recently real-time pictures spin-off Sill and the Devil Seeds of I probably pronounced that wrong, but never mind. (laughs) He was already penning a sequel for the latter named Vote Sill, and Keith Barnfather of Real Time Pictures has vowed that Martin's last work will be produced. Other writing credits include Star Cops, Zed Cars, Gangster, Virtual Murder, and Hetty Wainthorpe Investigates. Hmm. Martin died on the 13th of December of leukemia. Mm. Nasty. Yeah, it's all very cop-based and yeah. mystery, yeah. murder mystery stuff, apart from Silk. Yeah, for yeah it's all outside <laughs> his comfort zone. Star Cops, obviously, a police yeah. thing, yeah. Zed Cars, gangsters, virtual murder, sounds like it, Eddie Wainthrop, Definitely. Mind Warp and Vengeance on Varos were two of my favourite Colin Baker ones, so... Mm. Mm. Yeah, he yes. seemed to get the Doctor. Yeah. And a, a big thank you to our listener who posted a picture of Philip Martin up on Facebook, uh, yeah. complete with a tin of marshmallows. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But not just him. No. Mark Eden. Another one. Dead. 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 Yeah. Actor Mark Eden, who played the character Marco Polo in Doctor Who way back in 1964. Blimey. A story later named Marco Polo. Yeah. Has died at the age of 92. That's, a very good yeah. innings. Yeah. It's in retrospect. He wasn't called Marco Polo back when it came out. But that must be the first story to be named after a character, not County Unearthly yeah. Child. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he played. He played that character. Yeah. Ooh. Eden's first credited TV role was for the BBC's groundbreaking 1958 production of Quatermass in the Pit. Mm-hmm. Many years later, he would play the villain Alan Bradley in Soap Coronation Street. Oh, yeah, he got yeah. hit by a tram, didn't he? He did, he yeah. did. Nasty piece of work. He was. He wasn't uh, a good chap. <laughs> Runaway tram. Well, he was, he was trying problem. to kill Rita. Mm. Oh, That's right, yeah. Right. <laughs> Other roles uh, include The Avengers, the original British TV series, that is. <laughs> the Prisoner, Zed Cars again, yeah. Pole Dark, and Crown Court. God, I remember Crown uh, Court. Yeah. Oh, of course we remember Crown Court. One of his final roles is playing Donald Baverstock in the docudrama An Adventure in Space and Time, ordering Sidney Newman to kill Doctor Who. Was <laughs> he based on a real person? I remember the scene, at least. <laughs> yeah. Eden died on New Year's Day after a battle with Alzheimer's. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a damn good innings. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame that the only really bit of Marco Polo that exists is the auditory and the photos. Yeah. But it looks yeah. 
stunning. I mean, it's a shame. Those colour photos. Yeah, too. it's oh, yeah, a shame yeah. that it was it wasn't surviving and surviving in colour. Well, they never filmed in colour. No, but you know, seeing how much effort they put into the sets and the costumes. Yeah, it's crazy they put so much effort into all those colours when it's going to be black and white yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so any addendums? It's clearly one big elephant in the room addendum, isn't it? Well, yeah, we're, we all, we've all got the same one, the rumours that Witaka is leaving, which makes perfect sense. It's her third It's the third, third season, and we've just had a massive cast shift. You usually mm. get um, the main character leaving after a massive cast shift. It's happened at least mm. a couple of times before. Mm. But well, yeah, Jenna Coleman did did run Matt Smith out of the role. He couldn't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not be true, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, th- I think they contracted initially for a three-year run, yeah. and then yeah. at the end of three yeah. years, they then review the contracts potentially going on season by season. Yeah. So it does make sense. Yeah. I hope it's not true. She's had a bit of a short shrift in terms of shortened seasons, particularly yes. very much this so. year's yeah. season will be very short. Uh, and it'd be nice if she did one more. Yeah. That would probably take her up to the 60th anniversary because nothing's going to be happening in 2022, is there? No. I'd like her to do because one more just to see the misogynistic little dicks on Twitter and <laughs> Facebook implode <laughs> with rage. <laughs> yeah. She's done more than David Tennant, that's not right. <laughs> I can kind of understand it as well, though, from a, from an acting profession, although she's only done two or three seasons, she's actually been in the role for... Yeah. A lot oh, yeah, longer exactly. than that with everything that's gone on. And I know in the acting world, it is a case of very easy to end up getting forgotten about for anything other than what you're in at that time. But at the moment, yeah. no one's, hardly anyone's filming anything. So, yeah. you no, know, she's still, getting, yeah, she's still getting paid. So yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know how it works in those terms, but I did see an interview with her only a few months ago where she said... I don't know if she's joking or not, but she said she hasn't even looked at other roles yeah. while she's been the Doctor. It's been 100% of her headspace. I mean, I know you're allowed to go and do other stuff while you're doing it, but it is quite yeah. time-consuming, I can imagine. Well, <laughs> in a normal year, it's quite, quite time-consuming. There is normally a gap of a few months. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, they, they film for quite a big chunk of 9, 10, 11 months or whatever. But because it's every 18 months, roughly, mm. per season these days, there is a few months like, they weren't meant to start filming, I don't think, until about August this year. Yeah. August, September time. It is later in reality. But that still was a nice chunky gap. She could have done a few things. Perhaps that's the way she works. She likes to concentrate yeah. with the character, not get it, bring in... Lose the character. Yeah. Because yeah. Billy Piper yeah. said Maybe. that she just couldn't find Rose again after stepping away because... It had gone. Yeah, maybe. Mm. It's going to be another gap after this season, clearly. Yeah. So, oh, well, we'll yeah. wait for the official. Yeah. And when that comes out, we're going to stop speculating who's going to be in the new Doctor yeah. and get it entirely <laughs> wrong. Yeah. As usual. That's, that's half yeah. the fun. And, of course, we've got yeah. John Bishop. And, again, we've got the usual little twonks on Twitter and Facebook going, oh, my God, but he's a comedian, as was Bradley <laughs> Walsh, yeah. Catherine yes. Tate, uh, Billy I, Piper I think, yeah. was a singer... Even Gillen's biggest thing at that point had probably been the Kevin Bishop yeah, show, yeah. which was a comedy sketch thing. I, I've got to admit, I, I did it with Billy Piper and with uh, Catherine Tate. I've learnt my lesson. I'm, I'm keep reserving <laughs> judgment until they actually appear. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be great. I'm yeah. sure it'd be great. It does feel to me like he's a little too similar to Graham, maybe. But yeah, we don't know. Maybe that, that's that more might the actor just, yeah, than exactly. The that might just be the look of the actor. We don't know what the character yeah. is. The character yeah. might be a, a complete scally. And the sort of background yeah. of, of the actor. He's done some acting, but he's better known as a presenter and comedian, yeah, yeah. much like Bradley Walsh's. My, my concern was that they, yeah, was that they were trying 
to replace like for like. And I know they do that with the young nubile female That's assistants, yeah. effectively. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes it's hard to tell the difference from one to the other. But yeah, I, I sometimes think that just because you've got something that works doesn't mean say you can replicate it by going for something similar. Yeah, Maybe sometimes if you've had a young companion, you need to go for an older one and then for a younger one, you know, just to have a bit of balance. But the one thing that I do find slightly weird, strange, I'm not sure, is I can't think of any of the other doctors that have consistently gone for older companions well, one only, after the other. That's only because the world has changed now. Mm. If um, Pertwee had been running around with Nicholas Courtney with uh, with no mm. Katie Manning, it wouldn't have been as popular. Mm. Yeah. You know, the world is more accepting now of the fact oh, that, yeah. you know, we've moved on I from the 70s. I, and it's purely the cynical side of me who says that they still can't write good stories for women necessarily, is that this whole kind of like, let the lead actress be the lead actress, don't necessarily have to bring in a lead man, mm. if you see what I mean. Yeah, But and... it depends on what the character is and how he is. No, exactly. Well, John... John Bishop is in no way a lead man. Yeah, and we we don't know what the character is. Is no, yeah. you know, there's no reason to think that he'll be anything at all like Graham. We don't know if he's not going to be a bad guy. All we know exactly. is exactly that's it. what he, I said. He might be. He, he might be a total scally. Yeah, he uh, might not actually be an assistant. He <laughs> might be a gaps. new adversary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so does that mean the doctor's got to wear a shell suit and um, <laughs> grow a, and grow a t- bushy moustache? <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see the TARDIS up on bricks. <laughs> I could I could see a valid complaint that he is yet again a modern-day companion. Mm, yeah. As it mm. seems from that little trailer thing we got from him. Well, but again, it's we, just the way it is. We don't know. Is it a Captain Jack scenario? I mean, if we saw yeah. Captain Jack, we would have said he was a modern day companion, but it turned out he's not modern mm. day and he's not even human. Exactly. We know absolutely nothing <laughs> other than his name's Dan and he's played by John Bishop, who happens to live in Liverpool, so that's where the picture was taken. Is he Dan Dan the yeah. Milkman? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I do think he's from Liverpool because we got a shot of the Mersey yeah, just... of the establishment. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. Yeah, I recognise that area. I've been there. Yeah, it's definitely the, the docks yeah. Yeah. in Liverpool. <laughs> the live uh, He looks like he's a he's a builder or a plumber or something like yeah. that. So I'm going to trace oh, him. White, yeah, white van man. Oh. So basically he's going to crash into the TARDIS. <laughs> or drive straight into it. Oh. Come to fix your washing machine. Okay, any more addendums? Beastmasters, Tanya Roberts, oh, dead. 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 Yeah. Bond Girl and Seventy Charlie's Show Angel. Star. Yeah, Tanya Roberts passed away, age 65. Oh, oh, that's yeah. not a particularly good that's age, is it? That's frighteningly close. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Adam, you, you're aware of some fan-related sad news. I don't think any of us here knew him particularly well, but uh, Ian Parks of the Hoovers, yeah. who run the Hooverville, and he was their MC and one of the organisers of their conventions and to the Hoovers group in general, mm-hmm. he uh, died unexpectedly, um, I think it was oh. New Year's Day or thereabouts. Yeah. He's only 54, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Not good. And when I saw the picture, I recognised yeah. him from when we'd been to oh, Hooverville yeah. and... Yeah, that kind of thing. Definitely not going to be the same without him, yeah. yeah. No. He used to play the ukulele in the cabaret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It always amazed me that, uh, as some of us 
here on the, this podcast will know, running a convention is a really stressful oh, and uh, God, oh, yeah. a difficult thing to do. But you'd never know it from him. He always seems so happy. And yeah. He, he was a swan. He's going and... He was a swan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Style yeah. and grace above the surface, beneath the first surface, legs going like buggery to stay in position. Maybe. Paddling yeah, frantically. Yeah. You yeah. know it. A big loss for yes. fandom. Definitely. Yeah, it won't be the same when we get to Whoville. Well, Big Finish Day, I think, is the next one. Yeah. In May. Assuming that goes ahead. Yeah, shout out to Ian Parks. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely be missed by many. Any more addendums? No. No, we are addendum dealt. Okay, that's the end of the news. Right, dear listeners, we are here to entertain and enthrall you and to basically confound you and to show you how wrong our predictions were for this year. Mm -hmm. So who'd like to start? Can I just point out that we all completely failed to predict the pandemic so yeah, our, yeah. our psychic mm, yeah. skills are clearly in question big big failure there i, I made a mistake in cutting that bit out i didn't believe it but on the other hand i think adam somewhat predicted it with his counter to karen's new mutants will be canned in that it will not be released to the cinema but instead appear directly on disney plus he did say why it wouldn't be released we actually saw yeah. it at yeah. the cinema Anyway, <laughs> what did we predict last year? Fake Keith here predicted that New Mutants will get canned and no one will ever see it. <laughs> and Adam countered that by predicting that New Mutants will not be released to the cinema, but instead appear directly on Disney+. Plus. Technically not. Yeah, yeah. It did, we did actually see it at the cinema. But it did get released. Yeah, there was but, a limited release. Yeah. Is it between the two lockdowns? I, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, there's a brief time the cinema's opened again. Yeah. It was there. It vanished. <laughs> Has it now appeared on Disney Plus again? I'm I don't sure. know. I don't know. I predicted at least one companion will leave Doctor Who by the end of this season, i.e. Series 12. Karen Ooh. said that's a fair guess, but I was right, and it was two. <laughs> so I was right. It was, it was. a fair guess. It was. Right. It was. <laughs> so what's one yeah. point each there? Keith predicted that Chibnall would get his act together and his second season story-wise would be a lot better. He improved. He he's, did. he's still got room to go, a lot of room to go, <laughs> but I think I think he did improve. So a B minus or a, uh, a C plus? A C minus. B minus. B yeah, minus. B minus. Andy predicted that Rataka will sign up for one more season and then that will uh, be it. Ooh, well, not if maybe. the lady fail is to be believed, no. Which it never should be. <laughs> if she only does one more season, which is that would be great, yeah. surely. And she is doing one more season. So potentially, so. we'll have to come back to this one. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so potentially correct. Stephen predicted, apparently taking one of Karen's predictions, <laughs> Whitaker's second season will be lauded by all, prompting her to sign up for a third and fourth season. Ooh. Whereas I doubted we'd have any news in the fourth season at that point. Yeah. So she certainly signed up for a third. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A fourth is looking unlikely, but... We'll see. Uh, we shall see. I predicted that Harrison Ford would die in a ridiculous way, befitting Han Solo <laughs> and Indiana Jones. He would be abseiling off something, leaping over something, or flying something. Now, this <laughs> one, Karen, could be delayed prediction, considering well, yeah. he's coming back to do Indiana Jones. Dr yeah. They're doing ridiculous <laughs> things in that. And he hasn't been allowed out this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So that one could be a delayed, accurate prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can make it again if you want to. <laughs> Adam predicted the new character-based Marvel films will start to struggle. They won't bomb, but it will take a while to reach the old heights. Oh. I think I'm... that that one doesn't count, really, does it? <laughs> 
Well, they just haven't turned up. Exactly. Black Widow has been delayed. Yeah. Uh, whatever that five rings of whatever has been delayed. Uh, it's all been delayed. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> right. Adam predicted. Oh, no, Gene predicted. I'll say that again. Disney will sit there going, we want to hear those cash registers carry on kachinging. <laughs> so we'll decide on a new series called The Jedi Stories. It's about the only well, one they didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, a bit half a point there, I suppose. Yeah, we, we've got this... Um, Book of Fett. Well, well the, there's the Book of Fett coming. There's many things coming. Yeah, mm. so I think there's about five points, or point five, <laughs> point five for that Correct one. his spirit, yeah. but maybe not the specifics. Yeah. 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 However, Karen counter-predicted that Disney Ooh. Plus will fold and Netflix will take over production of the new series of Mandalorian. So that was wrong. Just a tad. <laughs> Keith predicted George R. R. Martin will hire a medium in case he dies before he finishes the book so he can get it finished. <laughs> Has he finished so the book? To... No. But, but we haven't heard of him from him for a little while. So... <laughs> Yeah. He's he's spending a year dead for tax reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, whereas Karen predicted Tom Baker will take out a restraining order against me, <laughs> telling me to stop predicting his death. Tom will then die. <laughs> <laughs> the irony would have been wonderful. <laughs> oh, no. Adam predicted that Kathleen Kennedy will step down as Lucasfilm chief. I pointed out that that was kind of happening already. And it didn't happen. <laughs> no, it didn't. It seemed to have gone quiet. Oh. Yeah, she's still the head honcho, although people suggest she's more figurehead yeah. nowadays, but yeah. she's the, who knows? She's the queen. Keith predicted yeah. American Gods will be cancelled. It hasn't been. It hasn't been. No, I, there's I'm a new shocked. series. No. Yeah. There is a new there series. There is a new yeah. series. Amazingly, despite all their problems. Yeah. Gene predicted that the new Wurzel Gummidge miniseries will be a success and picked up for a series. Wurzel Gummidge was delightful. Yes, it was. <laughs> Half have... right. It was, it was a success, but it hasn't been picked up for a series. It seems to be just, just doing the one-off. A... We, we, no, we, we had, did have another one over Christmas, a new one. Yeah. yeah. There was a new one, yeah. 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 So... There was meant to be two new ones, but COVID yeah. paid to one of them. Yeah. So right. not a new series, but yeah, specials every now and then. A bit Sherlocky in that regard. Mm. Oh, Adam... Got one death right. I did. <laughs> Adam predicted oh, that yes. Tom Baker, Walter Koenig and Terry Jones would die. And, of course, we lost Terry Jones in January, so, so, so I think. I have to say... What, it was in January, yeah. What happened to other two assassins? Well, they were in <laughs> lockdown. They were, oh, they were shielding. Yeah. yeah. Right, OK. Yeah. OK, let's do this year's predictions. Oh, right. My first prediction is that the Eccleston Big Finish range will be so well-received that he will agree to appear on TV in a Two Doctors-esque story. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Hmm. How would they explain his ageing of about 15-odd years? Well, yeah, or they'd use the youth things that they used on Mark Hamill to make him look like Luke. <laughs> well, like computer generated if, if you if you remember rightly when 10 and 5 met 5 was looked older because he was shorting out the time he differential was. there you go precedent has been set mm. it's true that was a comedy but it's true. <laughs> yeah he could, could be aged by some kind of time infection or what exactly. have you exactly or they just put an awful lot of makeup on <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it can be like the web planet just smear the camera in Vaseline <laughs> or they can do that <laughs> For what purpose? <laughs> well, you're doing no your private. You see him. <laughs> <laughs> well, my prediction has been because my first one was that jo this year Jodie will formally announce that she's 
believe in Doctor Who. Now, it hasn't been formally announced, but I think it it looks like it has. Yeah, Yeah, my first prediction Mm. was also, Wataka will leave in the eighth episode of season 13, Mm -hmm. whether that be a Christmas New Year special. Ah, well. Um, So, well, we still don't know. but We'll have to remember this for next year so that you don't get points for that. (laughs) 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 When I wrote it, that new script. Ditto. Ditto. (laughs) Right, if we're doing predictions for this year, Mm -hmm. right, continuing in the Doctor Who vein... Somebody apart from Richard Aode or Chris Marshall would be the new doctor because they've been touted so many times. People are starting to get a bit hacked off, I would imagine. <laughs> so any anyone in the world except those two. Mm, yeah. yeah. Kind of be. left your be. range open there, haven't you, Crump? <laughs> <laughs> He's what? hedging his bets. I, mean, no, his bets. I really those, hope it's Chris Martin two... now just to piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I so say those two names seem to, seem to be the most uh, ones yeah, touted at the yeah, at this t- at this moment in time. So Never, okay. never the most touted, though, is it? Yeah, it never is. It used to be Alan Davis at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always Alan going was to be a the popular one. Yeah. Paul Daniels, if we go back a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then, husband, what's your first prediction? Mando will reunite mm. with Grogu within the least the first five episodes of season three of The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Mm. I reckon we within the first five minutes. But... No, <laughs> yeah. no? That's probably not going to be till 2022, Aww. but okay, we can... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, mate. My... I think Ooh. I think Grogu was pretty much an open and shut case. I mean, he's, he's been handed back to the Jedi, so... Ah, he's nah, going to be slain be by Ben Solo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, my second... Has everyone done one? Yeah. Yep. Okay. My second prediction is that uh, the next season of Doctor Who will be excellent but Yaz will die Ooh, yeah. horribly <laughs> that mean giving her screen time that can't be right <laughs> <laughs> well she has had her sort of lion share of the, the uh, screen time now, my, my reasoning is she's becoming a bit Clara-esque in her mm. um, oh. her oh, yeah. sort yeah, of devotion yeah, de- yeah devotion's yeah. a good word but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. My prediction is that Disney Plus will pull their finger out and will actually start work on filming the V-Vamped Firefly. Because <laughs> oh. hmm. they'll suss out that, that sci-fi's work and we'll give it a go. Okay. Yeah, we've never covered it in the news, but there's a new Firefly comic book. Yes. Which is based on the, the next generation, effectively, yeah. of the it's, people who run Serenity. Yeah, it's uh, Zoe and Wash's uh, daughter, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Mm. Don't know what's happened to Mal. <laughs> Maybe they don't cover that yeah. too much. But anyway, my next <laughs> prediction is perhaps an obvious one now, but with the possible exception of a New Year's special, 2022 will be bereft of new Doctor episodes. Ah. You mean 2021? No, 2022. Yeah. And we will yeah. we will know this by the end of 2021. Oh, okay. That All there's right. not going to be yeah. any episodes next year. Because they haven't recorded anything in time. Mm. Yeah. Crumbly? Another hope and dream. We're on predictions. We're on predictions. Yeah, predictions. Well, <laughs> hopefully, fingers crossed, Tron is Ascension will begin filming. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying this for the past yep, two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tron Ascension has become your Tom Baker. Adam, did you not? <laughs> did you not give him the cease and desist letter <laughs> regarding Tron? <laughs> oh yeah, I should have somewhere. John Favreau is given complete command of Favreau. the Star Wars saga stories, like Marvel. He's given overall right. command of I the could, story. I could cope with that, Kevin given the Mandalorian. Feige thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Could be, could be. 
But also, we haven't spoken about the uh, controversy with Sadalgo, really, with the story group. Yeah. Karen Gillan will reveal yeah. that 2020 was entirely her fault because she didn't <laughs> want to do any more Jumanji despite making a promise to a vengeful witch to do at least five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just... um, yeah. My prediction is a very much more generalised one is that the film companies will realise that streaming films simultaneously to going into cinemas is actually quite financially rewarding and it might well become the norm in this coming year and going forward. Mm. Mm. That parries with one of my fears. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> could be but a fear we'll come of to mine. Later. Yeah. I have another prediction then. STD will end with its fourth season, saving face by at least matching Enterprise. <laughs> in terms of seasons, clearly, mm. not, not uh, episodes. Yeah. Right, going on from what has been said previously, more and more sort of big budget feature films will be released via Netflix and all the major streaming services. Given the current situation of cinemas today, I mean, sort of, it's very unlikely that sort of major films will be released at a cinema for at least the next seven or eight months. Mm. The streaming services will take up the year, uh, take up the year uh, onus. I, I think oh, that maybe. is unfortunately quite possible. I don't yep. don't want to get into this now, but I, I love the cinema. <laughs> Mm. There's still quite a few films set for April, May, June release at the moment, although they may well be pushed back. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my next prediction is that cinema won't bounce back to 2019 levels before the end of 2021. Uh, Blimey. Yeah, yeah uh, that's one of my fears. <laughs> one of my predictions is that we lose George R. R. Martin before he finishes yeah. the last yeah. Game of Thrones book. <laughs> so you can hire a medium again. Uh, it, mm. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where the medium... He's already hired the medium. Oh, OK. So, okay. Because yeah. we haven't heard a lot from him this in the last year, so he's already hired the medium and he's just set ready to pop his clogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's spending another year dead for tax reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. DC will try to revitalise its flagging cinematic universe by starting some tie-in TV series at HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with their CW series, entirely yeah. separate, after seeing the success of The Mandalorian. Yeah, possibly. Bringing Star Wars back to popular success. It, it depends how well the Snyder-verse is received. Because mm. I'm hearing two conflicting this, that the Snyderverse is only a one-off and it will never happen again. And there's another report going, yep, this is going to be the way forward. <laughs> so, so we'll have to wait and see. Speaking of miniseries, I predict that DC will capitalise on the success of the movie Joker and will probably come out with a, you know, either a miniseries or yeah, sort of three back-to-back ones or something like that. So. Yeah, they are working a sequel, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine they will try and shoehorn a yeah, miniseries in at some Quite point. possibly. Maybe, maybe. Another prediction here for me then. Some form of Doctor Who spin-off be made exclusively for BBC America and or Britbox. Ooh. Ooh. So to get it in this country, we might have have to sign up to Britbox. Yeah. BBC America might have it, or BBC or Britbox in America might have it. But something which isn't on yeah. mainstream BBC yeah. here. Something the plebs can't get a hold of. <laughs> yeah, something to try to get a bit of interest in Britbox, basically. Yeah. I was going to say, if uh, I can predict, if Adam's prediction comes true, there'll be lots and lots of uh, very annoyed Doctor Who UK fans storming the BBC headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. I'm not saying it won't appear on Blu-ray and yeah. uh, DVD. Oh, yeah, but, uh, they, they'll sell it to us, but... Yeah. Yes, writing yeah. writing disgusted letters in the mail. Dear BBC, yeah. why, oh, why, oh, why? <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> My last prediction is mm-hmm. still no new Doctor Who art book. 
Yeah, I wonder why that is. In fact, that ties in my next one. Oh, uh, kind of. Doc 2 magazine would be sold to Titan Publishing by Panini. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And it would be Titan Publishing, probably, that did an art book. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. You could get away with that, yeah. And my final set of predictions, then, are deaths. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Brooks will die. Yeah. Carol Ann Ford will die. <laughs> and in 2021, Tom Baker will die. <laughs> you, you got the wrong voice. It should be very deep, booming sort of... Tom coffee. Baker will die. That's it, yeah. Tom Baker will die. <laughs> whatever you do, don't mention William Russell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about William Shatner? <laughs> uh, he's dead a long time. He's too well-preserved. <laughs> yeah. Far too pickled. Yeah, he's like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> so is that it for predictions? I think that's mm-hmm. it for predictions. Well, let's see how we do in a year's time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dear listeners, we've been watching TV over Christmas. What have we been watching? Well, I saw the EastEnders Christmas special. Oh, oh no. Right. Oh, I want that crowd. cheerful thing. It <laughs> <laughs> you hope and joy each year. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody watch Black Narcissus? No. 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 It's all about naughty nuns. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what we did watch on New Year. Mm-hmm. What? What's that? Doctor Who. Mm. Oh. I remember that. Pause for music. <laughs> Okie dokie. Cards on the table straight away. Mm-hmm. I bloody enjoyed that. I thought, I thought that was absolutely... Was it Revolution of the Daleks? Revolution of the yep, Daleks. Absolutely wonderful romp of a story. I've, I've got to say, my initial knee-jerk reaction is, yes, that was good. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah. I enjoyed I'm sure it. I go much further than that. W- it had lots of Daleks in yeah, it. Yeah, there were aspects of it. I sat there thinking, okay, yeah, seen that done before. Program's 60 years old. We can say that about any story. Well, yeah. I know, I know. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. You could kind of tell that Ryan was going to go because yeah. it was. Yeah, that was labelled as we went through. But I like the fact that she got the timing wrong and I like the fact she started to build up a relationship with the, the cameras in the prison. Yeah. <laughs> Morning, camera yeah. one. Morning, camera <laughs> Hello, camera 38. Hello, camera 39. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely a very different reaction to the one Amy had with being left behind by the Doctor. She just got more obsessed. Mm. <laughs> Whereas they yeah. got fed up and just moved on. Yeah, And Yaz got cross. Yeah, except for Yaz. <laughs> Yaz is the only one yeah, who seemed yeah, to Yaz be. Yeah, Yaz is the only one who was... <laughs> This is the beginning, yeah. this is what I meant earlier when I was yeah. talking about Yaz becoming obsessed. Yeah. That was the first yeah. sign. She was the one who pretty much mm, led yeah. the way. She was the one who got cross with the Doctor. Yeah. And she, she's getting a... Oh, yeah, she shoved yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's getting yeah. a hint of the Claras about her and also a hint of the mm. Rose when she got annoying. Yeah. Because when, <laughs> when the wonderful Jack showed up... Um, if you watch Yaz, every time he says, oh, I missed that sound or I missed this, she's giving him side eye. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's, she's giving him, oh, that's my doctor face all the time. I, yeah. what Rose yeah. used to do. That was the one bit that didn't quite sit right for me. And I think it's purely because the last two seasons with Yaz, she's almost been the reluctant traveller. It's almost like she's gone along because Ryan's gone along. Um, mm-hmm. And then she's gone from sort of like the, the not most enthusiastic... Oh to the most yeah. enthusiastic and it could be that because of yeah. what you've lost not realizing what you have until it's gone i think I it's don't... personally um someone's actually writing for her properly yeah <laughs> it could but be it's that. A change, yeah but it's a change I'm... in the character direction i, so I, to speak. I don't necessarily think so i think it's it's a case of 
she has needed something in her life. We we saw that flashback where she was running yep. away from home yep. and you mm. had that police officer and she has since become a police officer. So obviously that person meant a lot to her. Mm. The the event meant something to her. I hadn't thought of that. She latches on she, to yeah, people she latched on to, yeah, yeah, she latched on and she has yeah. latched on to the, the doctor. And I say, it yeah. could be one of those things that once it's not there, you have an even greater appreciation for it than when it was there. And that 10 months has given her time to, to dwell on it and that mm. kind of stuff. What do we think of the design of the uh, the rogue Daleks? Well, I liked them last mm. year and I, I, I liked, liked them, them again yeah. this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, have no I was problem. never a fan, to be honest, but, but <laughs> you know, I, I was glad that the real Daleks yeah. are still there. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I personally like them because of all the uh, sort of glowing lines yeah. all over oh, them. I love so, the glowing lines. This, this was something that was bodged up in a laboratory yeah. with very <laughs> few tools. And so the people at GHCQ... Oh, yes. <laughs> That's something you've got to mention. <laughs> only had that to go on so it was oh, it's always going to is it GHQ. Yeah, GCHQ. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but so from now on i would i will dub these new daleks tron daleks <laughs> <laughs> they are kind of what you would me. expect if someone was designing it in this day and age for them to look mm. like well i love the oh, fact they were 3d so, yeah. printed yeah yeah <laughs> doesn't look like my 3d printer i must admit <laughs> i think he's going well, shopping it's GCHQ, GCHQ, yeah. yeah upgrade mm. <laughs> now, I, I had no problem with the design of the look. I love the subtlety of the colours, the different mm. textures and colours. Mm. Yeah, I like the colouring of them. My only real problem is that they look kind of spindly around the neck, a little weak. Yeah. They don't look chunky enough. But but again, but, that was because they were thrown together. That's Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's fine. I had failed to avoid the pictures of this new Dark. Yeah. Oh. So I thought, oh, no, is he really going to bring the Daleks back like this? But he didn't. No, so exactly. Fine. Yeah. I did, I did sit there and think, though, when they did that, test run with the um, protesters and that and it shoot water and it shoot smoke yeah but none of them actually even mentions or twigged that the um exterminator arm as we can think of it the one that shoots water could always be augmented to fire rubber bullets or bullets (laughs) (laughs) because you you sat there going you know that's what was going to be happening if it did (laughs) i do like the aside that um what's he a millionaire what's he a donald trump um oh yeah robertson robertson Robertson, is it robinson yeah, he just made that casual aside. Yeah, so, well, I just wish it was real. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he a dick? Yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah. He, he he was wonderful. Me, he reminded me a little bit of the the Eccleston, the Woodstorm. Van Staten. Staten. Yeah, yeah Van it reminded me a bit yeah. of Van Staten mm, in yeah. some respects. And it could be that whole having money to the point where everyone and everything else is inconsequential. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Expendable. Yeah. So we have yeah. we have Jack back. And I'm, I'm going yep. to yep. have Jack. another little whinge here. Okay. Which I apologise, I'm just in a whingy mood. Again, Mm. to the dicks on Twitter and Facebook, there's an argument going on (laughs) about why the Doctor needed a man to save her. (laughs) You didn't see other Doctors being saved by women. Can I point straight away to Clara, Clara who saved three of them at the same time, and any other (laughs) companion all the way back to 1963, the companions have always saved the Doctor at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Can I I put in my ten pence worth here? Hmm. Um, the doctor was there for nineteen years in this 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 cell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've just had the events of the timeless child, where her whole life has been a lie, fabricated or changed. Yeah. Mm. Of course, she's going to want to sit down for ten, twenty minutes, for nineteen years and try to figure and think this thing through. Personally, I think she could have left at any time she wanted to, just that she was being blessed 
to have a little bit of space to think things through without a companion standing there going, why, Doctor? Oh, Doctor, Doctor, help me. I, I, I have to oh. say also that considering that her... Could it be our former husband until death do we part? So considering her, her last incarnation's wife was very, very good at getting out of prison, yeah. you suspect she yeah. might have picked up one or two things from River. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and commenting oh. further on the Doctor's incarceration, some of her former advers- adversaries that she had to sort of share that oh, exercise yeah, area. Oh, yeah, the weeping it? angel. Yeah. And the pating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Silence. That's a point. Oh, yeah, the silence, yeah. yeah. I forgot you were here. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, ood, uh, the assassin, oh, Dennis. Oh, the ood, yeah, yeah. From from Time Lord Victorious. Yeah. Oh, blimey. Was, was, that, oh, was that meant to be the same character? I don't know. And his friend, Mr Ball. Yes. I, I wonder if the upcoming season, because obviously she's broken out of prison, the yeah. Dune and all the rest of it are not exactly going to be too chuffed because no. we don't know how long a sentence was. There's obviously got to be some way in the next season of getting her out of them chasing her after and all the rest of it because she's going to come in contact with the authorities you'd really point. hope so but i just get the feeling it's going to be one of those things that are forgotten yeah that's fine we'll it, see. It's, <laughs> i think it's either got to be resolved or forgotten but it can't come in and out yeah if you know what i mean be in the background raised every now and then and then just dropped you've either got to forget it happened or you've got to deal with it yeah don't know. but no i i enjoyed it, it um uh, yeah it, it was a it was a good romp there's bits of it where you sit down, as you say, yeah, X amount of years. Yeah, we've seen that done before. We've seen that done before. But I liked the way it was done. I liked the fact that you've got this really intelligent scientist, biologist, what have you, and oh, he Leo. finds matter and he is going to want to find out what it is. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know that's what they would do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I had a complaint, my biggest complaint is that the story felt like it wrote itself. Yeah. Which is true of many Dalek but stories. But Dalek stories do. They are, they are Well, the better ones, I think, don't. Things like Remembrance was an interesting, complex, fun story. Whereas this, what would happen if somebody got hold of the Dalek from Resolution? Mm-hmm. It just writes itself from that point. Oh, then we've got to add Jack in because... <laughs> but let's not say it wasn't enjoyable, but I didn't feel it pushed any writing uh, abilities particularly. <laughs> Daleks have been killing off impure Daleks in New Who. Mm. Victory yeah. of the Daleks, Muppets mm. uh, Manhattan... Yeah. Um, no, it's just a comment that Captain Jack made about these the original Daleks being the SAS. Mm. You know, I mean, sort of surely the uh, comparison would be to the uh, SS of Nazi Germany because um, they're the ones who are sort of most worried about uh, you know, the racial purity of the Daleks. I mean, the SAS yeah. were just an, you know, sort of an elite military force. Do you I, think he uh, that was actually a slip of the tongue on no, the actor's think, part and I they think, never picked it up? No, I think it's not so much that the Daleks were the SAS, that this particular group she was sending her signal out to was the SAS of Daleks. Oh, the they were special forces. Special forces. So it, they, yeah. weren't, they weren't just, you know, your average grunt. Average these, Nazis. These <laughs> were um, a more specialist group whose well, aim was to go and hunt out any mutant Daleks that might be lurking. I have to say, the, the sad little anorak I was, I noticed yeah. that they didn't have the standard sucker cup. The time war, the gold Daleks had a, a different appendage. How ridiculous. 
ridiculous is this? I noticed that and I didn't mention it because I thought you'd make fun of me. Have I forgotten who I'm married to? Who am I? Yes. I didn't notice. Yeah, Yeah, they have a sort of a different appendage. Sorry about that. That would have been a whole other conversation. Hours, hours we could have spent over that, picking that to pieces. Nice to see about their ship. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love Dalek ships. We often don't see much of them and when we do, they're always different. Yeah. <laughs> this one was quite a big corridor, wasn't it? Yep. And I, that that scene so, where it flew across the um past the alleyway, past the street in London, it was mm. um very much like V or Independence Day like <laughs> this massive oh, good ship. Oh, yeah. mm. Reminds me of Stolen Earth. Yeah. When mm. Dark Saucer came over yeah. London or somewhere. I, I I do have to say I'm I'm rather upset about the poor secondary TARDIS. Oh yeah, yeah, that was from from which she sent Raz, Graham, and um, Ryan home. I forgot his name. <laughs> home oh. in, at the end of yeah. the previous season, and she used the chameleon circuit to make it look like a, a police box, and yeah. then sacrificed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because it looked like a house for a while. Considering you know, we all agree, and it's pretty much been established that Tardis's or Tardis Eye are, se- are sentient in yeah. some yeah. way. Mm-hmm. That's a horrible thing to do. Yeah, maybe maybe the Tardis survives in its own way, and it can mm-hmm. reinflate. It's... Now it's crashed all the Daleks. <laughs> death. Adam, I think that's the equivalent of telling a small boy his puppy's gone to live on a farm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the country. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, talking of living on farms, what happened to Graham's potential girlfriend that went back with? Them. Uh, they broke up. It's been ten months. It's a long time. He, months, he used yeah. her. She's vanished. He had his fill of her. Yeah, got everything he could yeah, out okay. of her. Yeah, kicked her out. <laughs> used, abused, and cast aside. Aye. Yes. Aye. yes. I've always suspected him. <laughs> to be cast aside, I thought that the treatment of saying goodbye to Jack was pretty bad. It was a bit phoned in, a bit rushed. It was literally phoned in. It I was. Got... <laughs> it was fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane esque, you know, tacked on the end. It's, yeah, it's almost worse than that. You didn't see Jackie just an over the phone thing. Yeah, it reminded me almost of Dodo's exit, where she just kind of vanishes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it wasn't supposed to end like that. But then when COVID hit, they had to come up with the ending. Mm, Well, this this was filmed way before COVID. I know most of it was, but if it was going to lead into something that they then couldn't film because of COVID, they might have had to change the ending. So if Jack was going to be in the first season, in the first episode, and then that didn't become possible. Maybe. Maybe that was the idea that Jack would still be around. Yeah. So they had to just film a thing. Because clearly they wanted to give Graham and Ryan their proper goodbyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Having yeah. Jack there would just distract from that. Mm. But it did feel rather weird the way he literally phoned them in and said, oh, I'm going to go see Gwen. Gwen. And- but this means yeah. more Torchwood, mm. hopefully. Yeah, that, that is the current, I doubt that. Oh, that is the current rumour stroke hope. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was kind probably of more big finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, DB is continuing on big finish, but yeah, I liked the little tag at the end of Ryan and Graham and the bike. Oh, um, yeah. Both, yeah. Both oh yeah, both He's still the, falling the off. Sun it, in there. Well, that's what I liked. You know, the fact that this dyspraxia isn't just going away. Mm. He, no. he manages mm. a good, yeah. a good twenty feet. Oh, he, he got further. And then yeah. falls off. <laughs> yeah, it was, his, it was a wonderful way to end it. His adventures have shown him techniques and ways 
ways of dealing with it and overcoming yeah, with it. But his inner motor functions and balance are still. <laughs> and I like the fact up. that they they've almost <laughs> yeah. become a new version of Sarah Jane. You get, really get the feeling they're kind of like going to go off and yeah. stick their nose in where it doesn't belong, so to yeah. speak, mm. as far as the, the aliens are concerned. The trouble is, they've both yeah. got psychic paper. As we saw with Jack and Rose, you have to concentrate very hard, <laughs> otherwise it slips. Well, you kind of have a feeling that Graham's going to be using his a lot in cafes and restaurants. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the opportunity for the mischief is taster. quite yeah. high. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine we'll see them again as characters, although it'd be nice if we did visit them yeah, at one just, point, just but pop I, in I can't see it. I, I, no, I, I personally think they're big finish fodder now. <laughs> I have to admit, the, the amount of times that the Doctor has come back to Earth in time frames where there are assistants around, and if mm. I was a former assistant's <laughs> companion or whatever it's called of the Doctor and something was happening, I'd figure that they're, it's a surprise stroke, a shame we've never bumped into either any former companions or former companions' children. That's fan fiction territory. It is, but it's yeah. also one of those things that you kind of like, yeah, most of it yeah. happens in London or England. Most of his former companions are in London or England. The chances yeah. are at some point, you know, if you suddenly saw a spaceship flying across London, you'd be down in central London as fast as you could blink. I'm <laughs> or or you'd be like, I'm not getting involved in yeah. that. I'll let him stroke her deal with yeah. it. it it's, yeah. it's the old smeg that for a game as soldiers I'm off in the other direction <laughs> yeah they, they have think, told that story yeah. with Sarah Jane of course yeah, yeah. just so. thinking it, w- it would be nice if um, the Doctor could gate crash an episode when they're filming the chase <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> incorporate that into an episode in some manner yeah it's, it's not, sh- shut up Doc this is my, my day job I've got a lot more on all these shoes I'll be with you <laughs> We're back in a world where people have seen Daleks again, aren't we? Mm. Yeah. yeah. After we've, we went to some trouble to erase all that stuff in Moffat's time. But are we? Because when um, the guard machines, or whatever they were called, were introduced, nobody seemed to know what they were. And it was only no, in England. Then the real Daleks turned up and started exterminating people. Maybe they can just explain mm. it away. It's just the guard. Yeah. The mm. drone, security drone's gone mad. Break, Maybe. Breaking down. As I said, also, they were only up and about in England. Not and I've just yeah, realised would have hit the nose. Mm. <laughs> I've just realised I misunderstood you. Then I thought you meant that people already knew what Daleks were. Yeah, no, no, but they do. They now. do now that they've been exterminated yeah. by them. Potentially, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that people have, you know. Will Smith's there, someone it's, with his zappy thing. Yeah, it's the the, the government yeah. bought a, uh, a notice that it was uh, gas Darren Brown or, messing yeah, around, Darren Brown yeah. or, or something like that. <laughs> no, it's fake news. It's fake news. It just didn't happen. You can probably say, yeah, it was a different type of drone, security drone, which had gone rogue. Yeah. Something, I don't. <laughs> Rise of the Machines. That Prime Minister didn't last very long, did she? She was no Harriet Jones, was she? She was no Harriet Jones. No, we didn't like her. <laughs> and as for young Mr. or old orange Mr. Robertson, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. what an absolute piece of scum. And of course, he's going to be president. Yeah, you, you can tell <laughs> he's going to yep. come back <laughs> next Probably. season as president. Oh, he's a yep. vile, vile excuse for a human being. <laughs> 
Yeah, and he still got away with it, apparently. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He got yeah. away with it. Was, was, Despite on, those meddling kids. On a yeah. knighthood. And... He, he yeah. is just one of those people who is made from Teflon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know a few they people exist. like that. We do. <laughs> <laughs> OK, yeah. anything else? No, I think there's a fitting ending for uh, Graham and Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And clearly, they've been setting up last season that Ryan was feeling more pulled towards going back mm. home yeah. with his friends. And Graham, naturally, would follow. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're a partnership. You couldn't really have yeah. one without he, the other. He was enjoying mm. his time with Ryan mm-hmm. more than he was enjoying his time with the Doctor, I think. Yeah. I got the feeling, though, that yeah. he, he was sorry that Ryan had made the decision to go. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He, he, was, he would have liked to have stayed. Yeah, definitely. And, obviously, Yaz was also torn, but... In the end, she decided to stay because yeah. she seemed to have a thing for the Doctor. I don't know if yeah. they're going to explore that further next season. Never know. It's not quite to Martha levels. Oh, God, no. Not, no, she's not, just... Not quite so belaboured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, though. Will the Doctor be completely oblivious again? I hope she so. She seems to be, but... Yeah. I hope she remains amusingly oblivious. Let's put it like this. Yeah. The Doctor has always been blatantly oblivious to all of that, except for maybe mm. with the 10th Doctor with Rose. Yeah. Why should the female Doctor suddenly learn something that she's been oblivious no, to all her previous incarnations? <laughs> I don't think she will. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys and gals and everyone else, we'd like to know what you thought of the New Year episode, Revolution of the Daleks. Do write to us and tell us via show at staggeringstories.net. Woohoo! <laughs> right, so we've got fears, hopes, and dreams to do now. Yes, fortunately, these are shorter than the predictions. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Adam, in 2020, you feared there oh, will yeah. still be no replacement for the Doctor Who experience and your fears were well grounded. Uh, curse yes. you! Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Right, Jean. Jean feared that Chibnall will be given the reins as writer in perpetuity. <laughs> no. no evidence of that just yet. <laughs> Not just yet. Whereas the real Keith feared that lock and key will be terrible. And it wasn't. I, I'm grateful and thankful yeah. that I was proved wrong. Andy's combined hope and fear. After <laughs> the Mandalorian, they should leave the Star Wars, Star Wars universe well alone for at least five to six years. Adam and mm-hmm. Stephen pointed out that there was already a Cassian Andor and Obi-Wan Kenobi series coming along. Yeah, there's a hell of a lot more than that now. Right, I feared that the winds of winter would be so bad that it would become apparent that George R. R. Martin stopped giving a fork once the big checks started rolling in. Well, we we still to... wait to find <laughs> out. To find well, he's, out. he's given up in writing, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feared Desperate for Income BBC America will start up a streaming service and take over control of Doctor Who directly on the basis that they get to show it first. Heads of the UK. Didn't happen. Funny enough, my sister in law who lives in America said to me, Are you watching Doctor Who on Christmas Day? And I'm like, What? What? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get it early, did they? I'm sure they got it. No, they didn't. No, she, she got, got the, the wrong day. Right, Jean feared we will lose William Russell and a doctor. Thankfully mm. neither of those ones came yep. to fruition. He's 90, Surprisingly, 94 now, year. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Keith feared Chibbers will double down on what he did last season, Series 11, and will blame the fans because they obviously don't understand it and can't get it. They will put the show on hiatus for another 16 years. <laughs> you were in a grump, <laughs> I, I was, I was, yeah, yeah. 
Well, Andy feared Star Trek Picard will be less than successful. Oh, Andy was hmm. wrong. I think it's been yes. moderately, not outrageously. Yeah, it's not been quite moderately. as big as it ought to have been, perhaps. Yeah. But well, yeah, it's, been a... it's been commissioned for a second season. So. Yeah. 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 Karen feared. Karen Gillan will forget that she is an uncoordinated klutz <laughs> in real life and start doing all of her own stunts. The funeral will be closed to casket. <laughs> yeah. no, I think she's still around. More, more of that stuff. But uh, yeah, she has survived so far. Mm. I just saw a good uh, exercise video she put out. Oh, I oh, you did. Yes. <laughs> Check out her YouTube channel she started up. I'll take uh, you watched intently. Keith said the Marvel films will be so absolutely terrible from now on because the only they only really had enough material for phase one, two and three. They didn't expect it to be so successful. Mm-hmm. You were in a right snot. No, but I think you might be right on that one. It hasn't been proven well, or disproven yet. Yeah, we still don't, don't know, know yet because nothing know. has appeared since... Uh, Fake Keith feared William Russell and Michelle Nichols will go to the great big acting studio in the sky, having pinched my earlier one, and they'll <laughs> die. Neither of which came to fruition, thankfully. Well, uh, not not being disrespectful or not being nasty, but I don't think Michelle Nichols is here anymore. It's just the body. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yes, unfortunately yes. so. Sorry, sorry Gat, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It is a great shame. Okay, on to this year's fears. Several major cinema chains will go under, bringing the medium to an effective end and leading to everything being streamed to special channels. I have a variation on that. Cinemas won't pick up that much this year, but they will find that they need to start making more science fictions, fantasy and action adventures to get people into the audiences. Okay, my first fear for 2021 then is we'll lose a lot of people from the sci-fi world to COVID. Yeah, mm. that's always a fear. We've not been too bad so far. We've lost a few notable names, but mm-hmm. it's been pretty good considering. But I think this next few months might be quite bad. Mm. Right. My fear for 2021 is William Shatner is going to record either a folk CD <laughs> <laughs> or gangster rap because he's exhausted <laughs> everything else. <laughs> <laughs> opera, opera, you forgot opera. Oh, opera, oh, thank Has you. Has he yeah. done any death metal? <laughs> he's he's done prog rock and um, some heavy rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, as ever, my fear is the BBC is going to listen to the negative press and rest Doctor Who for another 16 years. <laughs> Chuck that in every year, don't you? <laughs> I, yeah. I'm trying. Constant fear. Yeah. Um, to com- continue in the same vein, I reckon the BBC will scrap the licence and it will become a subscription service. Not next year, but yeah, I think it's next five, ten years probably. Mm. But My yes. next fear is that Big Finish will lose its licence with the Beeb mm. and have to close up. Kill them or, effectively. That, that yeah. or, re- yeah. or renegotiate. No, lose it. Oh, that would kill them completely. Cause yeah. Pretty much. I'm yeah, putting it yeah. in there because I never get any of these right, so I'm hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that totally. big Um... <laughs> My fear is that Mandalorian Season 3 won't be as addictive or as good as Season 1 and 2 because there's no Baby Yoda. Uh, He'll be back. Again, I think that's going to be 2022. Yeah. We've got Boba Fett first in December. Yeah. But we shall see. My second fear of the year is there will still be no replacement for the Doctor experience. <laughs> mm. Which, uh, given the current situation, is probably... Yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty good certainty. <laughs> my fear, or my second fear of this year, is we lose Sir Patrick Stewart. 
And, oh, I don't, wow. and I don't mean down the back of the sofa. I nearly <laughs> when he read me that. Well, I nearly I nearly punched him. Well, he, and then yeah. he said, "Well, he's eighty, and he I is, thought, yeah. no, he's not, and he's, he is. He's the wrong side yeah. of eighty now. No, he's, he's eighty. Not he's just eighty. Eighty. He's not eighty-nine. There's no wrong side of eighty. <laughs> <laughs> well, adding to that, I want to chuck Nichelle Nichols and William Russell back on the pile. Oh, I'm sorry. Fears, yeah. I, I think we'll lose them both. Really? Yeah. You could yeah. be right. Mm. My last fear is lock and key will now tell the story of the grandkids. Because <laughs> <laughs> the actors will be so old. The, Yeah, the actors have aged so much. So I was going to say, yeah. I, I can, I can uh, off the top of my head, I can come up with a new fear on that one. Mm. Lock yeah. and key will be rewritten and it will be lockdown and key. And it will all be filmed <laughs> on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, my final fear then for 2021. Doctor Who will feature its worst monster yet, Noel Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse than the Absorber of. <laughs> it would be worth it if he got killed at the end. <laughs> really got killed. My, fi- my final fear for 2021 is we'll lose uh, Jeff Bridges. I mean, he's the wrong side of 70 now, and apparently he's got uh, blood cancer. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're wow, really? killing people mm. off this year, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. OK, hope and dream. I hope yes. that we will be able to go to some sort of gathering or convention yeah. by the end of the year. That's one of mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. My first hope and dream for 2021 is the same. Yeah. All the postponed conventions from last year will go ahead this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big finish day, Whoville, Capital, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Well, mm. again, mine is to get to some event, be it Salute, Comic-Con, or any, any, any convention this yeah. year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I second that motion, so I won't. I won't repeat it, and I, I won't do what a politician says. Is I don't mm. want to repeat what my earnest colleagues <laughs> said. But, um, and I third so that. I will say, as much as I love the Christmas special or the New mm-hmm. Year special, I hope mm-hmm. the Daleks are given a long rest and well deserved. Yeah, um, yeah. because yeah. you know they mm. are better when they're used sparingly, and definitely they've not been used. Bearing me recently. Yeah. Okay. Well. So I hope we don't see them in the new season or the season after that. Well, uh, it's a big subject, but I just suspect we'll see them in in Wataka's final story. Yeah. My next hope is that Discovery will be given another season. Mm-hmm. I've, okay. Yeah, it's it's improved leaps and bounds. Okay. My second hope and dream for 2021. With Tarka goes against the rumours. Stays on for a fourth season. Oh. He heads the 60th anniversary mm. events in 2023. Yes. Not that we know that for sure by the end of 2021, but, but yeah, hopefully yeah, we get the yeah. indication she will be. Yeah. Um, I have a hope that's kind of related to that. Uh, my hope is that the BBC starts planning now for the 60th anniversary in 2023, <laughs> because I know how long these things take to, to do, and I don't want it to be the car crash that the last one was. <laughs> I don't think the last one. I think Star Trek's was a car crash. Yeah, no, I'm I thought, thinking, I thought I'm the thinking Doctor more of stuff. the after party at the BFI. Oh, well, so <laughs> you just don't, you don't count that. But the, uh, no, I, I thought they did really well. Oh, the story the itself was brilliant. But yeah. just in terms of the event... Everything... Everything the, that went on around it. Yes, the events around <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't quite how long the year they of yeah. to organise. And I suspect that Chibnall has got that in mind. There was a five-year plan, wasn't there, apparently? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where is he? Another fear I have for this year is that we'll lose uh, Walter Koenig. Uh, my second hope is Dark Material doesn't wimp out in the final battle in heaven. Yeah. 
I hope they right. don't. Mm. I don't think they will. They seem to be doing oh, no, rather well yeah. so far. Oh, they've been yes, doing yes. rather well, but I'm just remembering shades of a gold compass. Try not to. Yeah. They've done okay so far. They didn't pull any punches with uh, Lee Scoresby's death, so oh, I mean, it's all God, yeah. Spoilers are flying around here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've never read the book, so yeah. Uh, well, I thought the battle, coming battle, was obvious from the last scene. I suspect mm. there will be yeah. a battle of some sort. Yes, the authority <laughs> versus... Uh, yep. Anyway, my next hope and dream for 2021. BBC Studios further ramps up the animated missing episodes to release three stories a year. Oh, that'd be nice. Yes. Currently doing two. They've gone up from mm. one. Can they get a third in to this coming Before current the year? End, well, they're, yeah. they're bandying two around at the moment. Oh. Okay, my final hope and dream is that The Winds of Winter is finally published and is far better than we hoped it would be. <laughs> you mean the last three still... episodes of the series? Oi. Isn't there still a book after that? Oh, just, just have Winds of Winter <laughs> OK. <laughs> we'll break that to him later. <laughs> While he's alive. My last one is that as well as the new season of Doctor at the end of the year, we actually get a Christmas New Year special as well. They don't just have a season run through yeah agreed mm. uh my final one is christopher eccleson is so good in big finish that they follow it up by announcing a capaldi box set and a smith box set and mm. that's my final uh, yeah. hope and dream for this one <laughs> big finish sign up matt smith or capaldi yeah. wouldn't be greedy in both now that tenors has been somewhat oversaturated on <laughs> big finish <laughs> yeah that's, that's all my good. hopes and dreams yep. besides generally things get better yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay guys we would like to hear your predictions your fears your hopes and dreams for 2021 which as adam said we hope will be a much better year than 2020 so you can send them to us via show at staggering stories dot net it's that time of year again to look back on 2020 as we tend to do a little quiz. Oh, God. Oh. Is this going to be the most depressing quiz in the world? <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Actually, looking back, there's a lot more happened than we thought. Now, normally this would be an audio quiz, me playing clips. Yes. Yeah. And you figure out the news or review. And we, we jump up and down and wave our arms in the air. Mm. Yeah, but that. it's a little trickier with our current distributed setup. So I'm just going to say a phrase and you've got to figure out either the news mm. story or thing we reviewed. Which okay. Is, oh, God. We are crap at these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be in chronological order, too. That might help. No. Uh, Starting back in January. When was I can't January? remember this morning, let alone January. <laughs> I have to ask Alexa what day it is. Don't ask me what month it is. Stop saying that word. When you say it, ours lights up. <laughs> right, question number one, then. Teenagers slip out without the rumoured reshootage. New Mutants. New Mutants. Was shown. Finally going to be released. Back in episode 332 and 6th of January, we had news it's finally going to be released. And it was. Yes. Yay! Although, again, later, I think, than they originally intended. It kind of escaped. <laughs> yeah, it did, really. Has anyone actually seen it? Yes. Yeah, it was yes, really it was good. good. Cinema. I thought it was excellent. <laughs> oh, OK. I'd have to try and see it. <laughs> Question number two. Weird House escapes the pages. Lock and Lock Key. And key. Oh, damn. Just yep, 20th of January, Lock and Key hits Netflix. Yes. God, was that, that, that this year? Last year? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was, yeah. We watched that first episode in uh, LA, didn't we? God, yes. Everything so long ago. So hard to stay awake because of the jet lag. Yeah. Anyway, Benny, Benny, Benny. Oh, 
Oh, um, that, that was that bloody woman in the episode. <laughs> Benny went missing. They couldn't find Benny, her husband, the old oh, lady. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I can't remember the name of the episode. It was um, one word. Orphan... Orphan 54 or something. Orphan 55, but yeah, oh. more generally, Doctor Who season 12 in general. Oh, right. <laughs> Finally started back in January. Obviously, the first January. Yeah. Spyfall mm-hmm. part one. Uh, we, we reviewed that in podcast 333, Orphan 55. Uh, embiggened android and a foul-mouthed Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we reviewed Spiggles. <laughs> yeah, we did, but that's, that's not what we're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've forgotten that. that, thank you. <laughs> Embiggened Android and foul-mouthed Frenchman. Frenchman. I yeah. was going to say Picard. It is Picard. It is. <laughs> foul-mouthed Frenchman. Yeah, yeah. yeah didn't he uh, oh, swear he, a bit? He, he, he did. He, oh, he that's right, yeah. He went potty-mouthed, didn't yeah. he? Mm. He did, yeah, for this right. new Picard season. Yeah, they've all got very potty-mouthed. Yep, so 3rd of February, we reviewed Picard season one animated preview visit to pre-lockdown London is this a Spider-Man nope okay uh, oh is this preview. Web of Fear no not um, Ben and Polly faceless, faceless ones. ones faceless ones it was indeed uh, we went to the BFI we uh, did around the 2nd of March is when we we talked about it anyway uh, yeah, it, was it was the last one wasn't it before yeah, the first before. lockdown yeah you could see the portcullis coming down. <laughs> Almost. Next one, CGI rat marks the end of days. Talons uh, of Wang Chiang. That was our... That's when it was A week or two down. later, we yeah. went to the BFI again, and that was literally a couple of days before lockdown. We couldn't cuddle Louise Jameson because of COVID. Oh. That wasn't yeah, the only true. reason you weren't allowed to cuddle her. <laughs> <laughs> you could lick her, maybe. But... <laughs> I'm well known for my cuddles, actually. Yeah. You could only lick her if you disinfected her Will first. Will you stop talking about licking Louise Jameson? <laughs> That's what we should call this podcast. Yeah. Licking Louise Jameson. Next. Amazon enables stay-at-home mass watchers. Box sets. Did you just say bollocks? Box. Oh, I box oh. <laughs> Amazon <laughs> enables stay-at-home... Mass watches. What, Amazon Prime? Um, something we reviewed, though. Yeah. I guess I this is a news story. I can only uh, think of the um, the, the tweet-alongs, but that wasn't enabled by Amazon, was it? It was, yeah, the tweet-alongs. Ah, and Amazon well gave the episode being tweet-along for free for that night. I didn't know that. Yeah, they did. We did talk about it. No, I didn't. I didn't acknowledge the fact that Amazon did their bit for it. <laughs> they did, yeah. It's quite impressive. Although we all had it on DVD and Blu-ray. I think that's anyway. why. Yeah. Cause I just watched it on Blu-ray. <laughs> Last of the Summer Wine in Space TV movie. Ah, oh, this one rings a bell. Oh, it's oh, not, oh, oh, not adventures in, um, um, thingy. in the Forbidden Zone. Not adventures no, in the Forbidden Zone. No, it was the John Zone, Boy one. No, not that one either. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did we do something about Red Dwarf? We did. Yeah. Was that what it was? Oh, the pro- yeah. No, the Promised yeah. Land. <laughs> Red Dwarf of Promised Land, the TV movie. That was it, yes. Given they're all giddy on a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Frog-eating toddler takes the world by storm. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yoda. Oh, (laughs) Mrs. Frog's offspring. Yeah. Obviously, in this country, we got seasons one and two uh, last year, Mm. technically. Hinchcliffe's final blue horror. Hinchcliffe's final blue horror. Um, No. Oh, the funniest. It's a clue. (laughs) Hinchcliffe's final blue horror. No, that's Um, the same question, not clue. Yeah, yeah, that's me reiterating. It was a review back in May. Yeah. Hinchcliffe, obviously, Doctor Who producer. Yeah. I don't think I can think of his Planet of the Spiders, but... 
No, no, that, I don't think, I don't think we've reviewed that, and I don't think that's his. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. No nope. mask of Mandragora. No, oh, it's hand of some hand of. But why blue? It's the blue. Well, the, that... the custodians are blue. No. Blue oh, red. But I don't think we reviewed that this year. Go on, no, tell us. We're, we're... What the hand yeah. of fur? It's season fourteen box set. Oh, oh, oh. the whole... yeah, Blu-ray release. Oh, which Blu-ray course we release. went to the BFI yes. to see. So that came out in May, and it was re- unusually it was re-released not long mm-hmm. after. Okay. Because of all the problems people had getting hold of it because of COVID. A big finish is being prepared for 2022. Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's this year. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course it is. A big finish is being prepared for 2022. Talk to us. Mm. Nope. See, my, my little brain's going, you know this one. You know what he's talking about. Hmm. <laughs> Well, could your little brain tell us? No, it's, no. it's, not, it's not in the most receptive of moods. <laughs> Give us a clue. The engine's being prepared for. Uh, is it Tombow and Day uh, Tenant? No, no. Actually, it's neither of them. Oh, simply speaking, it's all the others. No, I'm lost. Nope. Gom. Gom. No. The main range is being phased out in 2022. Oh, yes. The main Dog 2 Big Finish range. Yes. It's been announced last year. Okay then, musical cues, Plague Hero. <laughs> oh, this has God. got to be... The Sword and the Sorcerer. Big old oh, Beastmaster. No, no, it's neither of those. It's not Beastmaster. Hawk the Slayer. Hawk the oh, Slayer. Can't erase it from my memory. <laughs> yeah. Savage seaweed shocks animated Victorian. Web of Fury from the Deep. from the Deep. Fury from the Deep animated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Junior's comedic space shenanigans. I want to say Mandalorian. Battle Beyond the Stars. <laughs> no, no, not Mandalorian or Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah, I'm like Keith. I wanted to say Baby Yoda again, but... Yeah. Junior's <laughs> comedic what? Space shenanigans. Shenanigans is a good word. Junior's, as in multiple... Oh, right. Mm. So kids Lower in deck. space. Lower decks. Oh. Oh. Junior officers. <laughs> yeah. In this case, yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Little sister runs away from bully brother. Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> uh, little sister runs away from bully brother. Oh, dear. We're not very good. Oh, it's a film no. we reviewed. It is. Ah, film. Okay. That narrows it down. Um, it oh, 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 oh. Oh, It's the last on. one we did, isn't it? You can do it. You can do Squeeze it. Squeeze it out. Is it the... It, it's not <laughs> Hawk the Slayer. No, we've said Hawk no, the Slayer. Um, <laughs> I don't blurt it. It's only October, one. this one. Uh, 26th of October. We reviewed it. Hang on. Is this Beastmaster? Keep him talking. To keep him talking, I'll have anyway, a look at the website. <laughs> the weather outside is quite cold at the moment. <laughs> I had the word smart to be in there. It's a smart little sister. Runs away from Buddy Brother. Firefly? Oh, um, Enola Holmes. Yeah. Enola Holmes. Ah, well <laughs> Space Country Bumpkin teaches kissing. Battle beyond the stars! <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, John boy. And finally, Bloodthirsty Parallel Worlds. Um, Dark Materials? It's Dark Materials Season yeah. 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were rubbish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feedback? Have we got any? We have. Yes, we have. Woo, we've Quite got feedback. Lot. Crumbly, lead us into feedback. Dear listeners, you've been writing to us. Woo, how thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Especially thank you, that was so kind. And we've heard oh, from... Oh, sorry. That's enough of the effusive thanks. Thank oh, you. <laughs> this is a long letter. I'm trying to find out yeah. who it's from. Ah, we've heard from Mr M. Hello, Hello, Mr. Mr. M. Mr. M says, hello, team. So, how are you all? Did you have a Merry Christmas? Mm -hmm. 
Did the head of Pertwee finally get what he's been so long wishing for? A new body? Wow. No. 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 During my long exodus of writing in to you, two new (laughs) series of Doctor Who have come to pass, so I thought I'd better give a hopefully brief round-up of the Witarka era so far. (laughs) Okay. Ding, ding. The Doc, Jodie Witarka, is good. The Mm. writing, uh... Mm. Anyway... I don't get why she feels the need to scrunch her face up every few minutes. (laughs) Generally, I think her doctor works best when she's on her own, negotiating new scenarios and people, which is ironic given that the whole cast of the Waltons seems to have moved into the TARDIS. (laughs) Graham. Bradley Walsh is good. But as I think is part of the problem of the overstuffed time-travelling turkey of a TARDIS that we currently have, he does seem to fall into the background comic relief character. His character progression is almost glacial, and I feel like there have been one or two, one too many episodes where Bradley has clearly snuck off to film another six episodes of The Chase. <laughs> Ryan. Meh. Okay, I guess. I just don't find him a massively engaging character, but I appreciate the intent behind him at least. That's it, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, quick fire episode rankings. The woman who fell to earth, eight out of ten. Strong start, confident, shame Grace died. The ghost Hmm. monument, five out of ten. Kinda pointless. Rosa, nine out of ten. Yeah, it's a good one. Arachnids in the UK, eight out of ten. This episode gets a lot of stick, but it did make me revert to an eight year old kid. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Yeah. I can never say this. The Saranga conundrum, four Hmm. out of ten. Oops. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> Agreed. Mm. Demons of the Punjab. Seven out of ten. I didn't like the demons and felt they dragged the story down. Kablam. Ten out of ten. Good old sci-fi mm. romp. Yep. The Witchfinders. Eight out of ten. Good monsters. <laughs> it takes you away. Nine out of ten. Loved the frog. <laughs> mm. Good, good. <laughs> the Battle of Rapid Knobbly Avocados. <laughs> <laughs> Three out of ten. Sigh. Yeah, yeah. Resolution. Seven out of ten. Liked the Dalek design, but just too many characters to be able to engage with anything. Spyfall Mm. Part 1. Nine out of ten. Loved the master twist. Did Mm. anybody see that coming? Not really, no. No. (laughs) Spyfall Part 2. Seven out of ten. Felt a bit like they had no idea how to tie the story together. Orphan 55. One out of ten. (laughs) How, how could they have broadcast this? (laughs) I don't know. Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Solid story. Fugitive of the Jadoon. 10 out of 10. Ooh, my favourite yeah. Wataka episode. Praxius. 9 out of 10. I really liked it. Did not get why so many people tore this apart. Yeah, me too. Can you hear me? 2 out of 10. I genuinely had forgotten this whole episode existed mm. and had to rewatch <laughs> it. Seems I blanked it out on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I disagree with this, this one. one. Yeah, yeah. The Haunting yeah, of yeah. Villa Diodati. Four out of ten? Really? Yeah. I get what they were aiming for, just didn't work for me. Each yeah, to their fair own. Fair enough, but yeah. Ascension of the Cybermen. Eight out of ten. Loved the Brendan stuff. Shame where it went. Mm. The Timeless Children. Three out of ten. Yeah, I had some issues with this. First, I enjoyed Sasha Darwin in Spyfall, but it seems clear to me that the decimation of Gallifrey was single-handedly caused by his chomping of the scenery. (laughs) Second, I didn't like how so many plot threads just seemed to go nowhere. But my main issue is, with all this timeless child stuff, who cares? All this background of the Doctor's past, all these questions and so on, I honestly couldn't care less. And it seemed to have no real impact on anyone or the story that they were involved in. 
The whole episode seemed very inconsequential. Ah, well. Mm. Well, that was my thoughts on the last two series or three years of Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's a new episode now, Revolution, but I think I'll wait until next time to share my views on that in order to spare your voices. And I'm sure <laughs> I'll chuck in some predictions as well. Happy Excellent. New Year, Mr. M. Thank you, Happy Mr. M. P.S. Oh, 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 Thank oh, oh, you for the Christmas card. That's OK. Anytime. P.P.S. Oh. I'm sure yep. that's someone I forgot to mention. Possibly. <laughs> P.P.P.S. Also, I like the current theme tune. It is quite good. P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.P.
and that there's a Captain Jack Harkness reunited with Gwen Cooper. I sense either some big Finnish stories tying directly into New Who, or maybe a door opening for a Torchwood return to the screens with a new team. Who knows? Mm. But I find that fun to speculate yeah, about. Yeah, would be good. In summary, for me, this episode had pace, humour, action, moments that felt exactly like they should, such as the Doctor talking to themselves in the prison, yep. telling <laughs> themselves a bedtime mm. story, Captain yeah. Jack's lines, and the Daleks once again being obsessed with racial purity, just like the space Nazis that they are. <laughs> and getting that after the finale of the past season, which, while I enjoy it felt like it was trying something new while also somehow not changing anything at all. What with its revelations about the Doctor in the Timeless Child story, which didn't really surprise anyone because there have been variations thereupon hinted at in official and unofficial stories for a long time. After that, it was good to have what felt like a traditional Doctor Who story this time round. On the note of stories that are told exactly how they should be and how one would want them to be, I'm going to wax lyrical about what is the best thing to hit our screens in a long time, (gasps) the Mandalorian. Yes, yeah. Mm. I could go through and talk about each episode, the moments that stood out and brought me extreme joy, but that would involve transcribing (laughs) everything. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, there are moments that I have both dreamt about but also could never have dreamt it was possible to see that have come to life in the show. Live-action Ahsoka, Boba Fett Mm. actually doing something. (laughs) More Mandalorian lore, with the idea of the cult that Din Djarin is a part of, all shown to us with immaculate production quality. I know that people, especially fans of Doctor Who or the other BBC productions, quite rightly point out that budget isn't everything in telling a good story, but it helps when the budget is so large it makes everything look almost flawless. (laughs) Combination of the both. I say almost. There are a few moments in episode two when the X-Wing pilots saved the day from the space spiders and it feels like they didn't match the actors to the environment as well as every other shot in the show. It's still Mm. very high quality but didn't hit the same mark as pretty much everything else. And then there's the look of the massive spoiler music, spoiler music, (laughs) sha-la-la-la-la, Luke Skywalker. (laughs) I I think Adam will have already said this during your review, only because he and I have had a chat recently with Sandro on our annual TV and movie list, but even if Mm. Luke didn't look brilliant, the intent, emotion and duration of the scene works perfectly for me and I can look past the appearance of the CGI. Personally, I agree with many people online that I would have cast Sebastian Stan, Mm. Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier from the Marvel films, but this gets the job done, even if it is the most uncanny valley of all the (laughs) CGI faces Mm. Star Wars has done, to my mind, with Tarkin looking the best, Leia being perfectly adequate, and Mm. this Luke look doing the job, but not being Hmm. what it could have been. But it gave me a highlight of not just the show, but all of Star Wars. Mm. Again, to agree with Adam and many people online, it was Luke's version of his father's brilliant moment, Rogue One. One last note, because I know I've already given you a lot to read, and if I don't stop now, I'll write enough to keep you reading for hours. This show (laughs) doesn't just provide excellent moments for fans, but it's just such a cleverly written show. Things like Mm. in episode one, which has a very simple structure, which is in the same vein of season one, but gets elevated beyond that with another layer. The moment when Mando is eaten by the crate dragon, which is very much inspired by the Knights of the Old Republic game, and then fights his way out, is a subtle setup for the fact that we see Boba Fett appear at the end of the same episode subconsciously doesn't question his survival as much because five to ten minutes before we saw someone else wearing similar armour to what Fett was wearing when eaten then escaped from the inside of a massive creature. There are moments like that in every episode. It's very clever scripting. 
All right, team, thank you for the show and for putting up with such massive missives from me. And I hope <laughs> you and your listeners are all well and staying safe. Tatty bye, Reese. Thank you, Reese. Thank you, Reese. And a happy God, new year I need to you, drink. Yeah. Happy New oh. Year to you. Yes, Mandalorian is definitely a highlight of 2020. Yeah, that, yes. that has just reminded me of, of two things. One is the uh, Twitter account from GCHQ. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, yeah. oh they, yes. They updated. They read last time after Resolution. Resolution they, of the Daleks. They tweeted a picture of the Dalek in GCHQ saying we're a bit busy tidying up today <laughs> and yeah. after revolution they retweeted that with a rolly eyes emoji and well this aged well <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the first thing and another thing is recently after the luke skywalker thing uh i saw on facebook uncanny valley is the fact that we're genetically disposed to being unhappy with almost human figures that somewhere in our genetic past we had to be afraid of people who weren't mm. yeah <laughs> we had visitors mm. who pretended to be human but weren't <laughs> we also forgot to mention um in the news that the BBC has officially announced they were sad to reveal that Tom Baker actually died four years ago and he's been CGI ever since. Yeah. They were yeah. just waiting for the, uh, waiting for the technology to catch up. <laughs> that joke was brought to you via Adam Purcell's Facebook page. <laughs> we have some predictions here from Matt Tilly. Hello, Hello Matt. Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Will it be Tom Baker's time next Ooh. year? Oh, I hope not. My fear that we will have too much cinematic content at the back end of next year to cope with. Yeah. Mm. My hope, crossover of the Kelvin cast to a TV iteration of Star Trek. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to get them back. Well, mm. we, 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 it's been hinted at in one of the episodes. Oh, OK. They, they've acknowledged that the Kelvin timeline exists in one of the episodes to discover. How are they? I'm mm. a bit behind, OK. Mm. And his dreams, Jodie has her best series as The Doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully so. If it is her last season, quite often, I don't know why, but their last seasons do seem to be the better one. It's almost like they go, oh, well, we'll give you everything now. Well, Eccleston's was. It was very, very, it was that or his first season. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, it's a toss-up, really, between them. The yeah. middling one wasn't too bad. <laughs> and we have a quick bit of audio feedback here from Sandro. Oh, go on, Hello, Sandro. Hello, Hello Sandro. Sandro. Hello there, Staggerers. Uh, it's been a while since I sent in audio feedback, particularly solo, and I don't know how to start this. So I'll just I'll, I'll say it. hello. Mm. Hi. How's it going? Uh, I shouldn't really waste time. Got a lot I want to go through. Uh, I'll, I'll quickly talk about predictions um, in a bit, because it is, of course, New Year's. But I've actually been watching some, some classic Doctor Who lately. I... Uh, I have seen a lot of the very, very early ones. In fact, I think I've uh, watched or listened to every story up until the web planet, Ooh, uh, which was so bad. It's such a terrible story <laughs> from a storytelling standpoint. From an audio standpoint, I remember just like 20 minutes of that of that story would give me a headache because the sound effects were so bad. Mm. It was such a bad story that I just I stopped watching and gave up for a while, uh, always meaning to go back and do it in order. And that's what I'm doing now, kind of. I I skipped to the end of Hartnell's run and watched uh, The Tenth Planet uh, because I really wanted to check out all those new animated Troughton 
uh, oh, stories. Yeah. So I was just like, I'll get to the rest of the of the first Doctor stuff later. I'll check out mm-hmm. the Tenth Planet, of course, the introduction to the Cybermen, mm-hmm. and it was good. I really, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Uh, it was very tense, but also so cheesy, but yeah. also really important. I mean, it's the first Base Under Siege story, obviously the first Cybermen story, uh, and they looked very good. I'm not saying that uh, with a hint of sarcasm. I'm being honest. They looked pretty good, uh, particularly compared to a lot of the other costumes that we kind of get in that era. They actually yep. looked pretty good. They look nothing like what the Cybermen look like now, obviously. Uh, but they, the visuals themselves, kind of creepy, kind of good. What really got me, though, was their voices, because they kind of talk a little bit like <laughs> this, yep. and they hold certain words. And I was just laughing. Like, they show up and they start talking. And I'm just there laughing. It's kind of hard not to. They sounded pretty funny. Uh, but the story was was quite good, and I did enjoy it. The regeneration, quite abrupt, but I kind of liked that as well. Kind of like a Dr. Light episode in many ways, that one was. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, then, the, uh, then the, the Power of the Daleks was the other one that I got. I got the, I got the special edition Blu-ray. Um, I held back on watching it when it was originally released, when the original animation came out, because I heard that it was bad. I heard that it was really bad. And so I just, I held back. Uh, I didn't check it out. And I'm glad that I didn't, and that I went into this new animated version blind. Because it does look really good. I mean, very similar to, like, that final Tenth Planet animated episode. It does look very kind of flat- and like the character movements aren't aren't great, but I don't think that really matters because I think like the story shines through and the animation is good enough, which does very much suit uh, how they made TV back in the sixties. Anyway, yes. it yeah. was good enough that that you could follow the story, you could have a bit of fun, and um, yeah, the, a power. It's a great story. Controversial statement, though. Controversial statement incoming. I know a lot of people think Power is the first great, like, great Dalek, classic Dalek story. To be honest, I think I prefer Invasion of Earth from season two. I might prefer it. I haven't seen that one in probably about eight years, but I remember really enjoying it the first time. And with Power, I feel like it was a little bit too long at points. I'm sure that Invasion of Earth is also way too long, but I remember enjoying it just a little bit more than power. So I kind of want to go back and rewatch that one. So yeah, I'm going to probably try and uh, (laughs) keep you updated as I, as I watch through all these trout and stories. Um, I'm going to do them in order. I think next up, I'm probably going to do moon base. Uh, and then yeah, just work my way through from there, just watching whichever ones I can and are available and exist. So with that said, uh, there's of course the new year and, um, I did make some predictions at the start of the year that I sent through. Going to go through a couple of those, see if they came true. And then I might not make predictions on audio feedback. I might send that in uh, through through written, which means you might have already read them, if I remember <laughs> to do it in time. We'll uh, see. The I'll first prediction I made last year is a weird one, because it was, I predict that Doolittle will be bad. I think that was just mm. because I was like, uh, on the train to watch it when I wrote that email, so I was like, I'll just send in this prediction. Anyway, correct. Um, terrible movie. Mm. Absolutely hated it. One of the worst of the year, Ooh. actually. 
in so many ways. What voice was Robert Downey Jr. doing? <laughs> what? Trying to do? Because he failed, just like everything in that movie. Not the worst movie of the year, though, but easily in my bottom five mm. out of everything I saw. Really bad. But also, I'm not the target demographic for that movie. So yeah. that didn't help, probably. <laughs> Seems like I also predicted that New Mutants will never be released. Oh. Uh, that didn't age well. That, it that, did get released. I managed yes. to watch it a couple uh, weeks ago, and it was also really bad. Oh, no. What voice was Macy Williams doing? She was trying to be Scottish, but it sounded like she came from the same weird made-up <laughs> part of the world that Robert Downey Jr.'s Doolittle came <laughs> from. The accent was awful. The accent also predicted wonder. that the Snyder Cut would never be released. The Snyder Cut, of course, of, uh, of oh, Justice God. League. That one I did get wrong. It is getting released. However, I did predict that if it does get released, it'll be released on HBO Max. So technically, Ooh. correct? Maybe? I mm. uh, predicted Mandalorian Season 2 will be awesome. It was pretty awesome. I got issues with the finale. Mm. Just, like, technical issues uh, from a visual standpoint for that one character who looked like he was from a video game from 2005. But aside from that, (laughs) uh, it was was an incredible season. So I I would say I got it wrong because it wasn't awesome. It was amazing. And (laughs) is amazing better than awesome? I think it is. In fact, it's a, it's a perfect season. Aside from that one moment at the end, it was it was a perfect season. Absolutely adored it. What else is here? Uh, I predicted that uh, that Dune would make a lot of money. Well, <laughs> that hasn't aged well. One, yep, it was delayed. Two, uh, it's going straight to HBO Max and also in some cinemas. So we'll have to see how Wonder Woman does. But I, I'm pretty sure that is not going to make. A lot of money. Hopefully enough for them to make the second half of the novel, Mm. but we'll see. I'm still really looking forward to that, though, actually. Mm. Uh, Predicted that Venom 2 would be good. Well, it's called Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That's what we found out. And although Andy Serkis is directing it, that is almost definitely going to be terrible. And my (laughs) final prediction was that William Shatner will not die, but will release an album making everyone else... In the world, die. die. <laughs> now, okay. Uh, let's have a look here. He did release an album this year. Uh, it came out in October, but he was probably working on it during the start of the year. Uh, the album is called "The Blues" yeah. by William yep. Shatner. And um, look, I'm not, I'm not saying. Yes, yeah, sure. William Shatner is the cause for everything bad that happened this year, and I'm not <laughs> saying that this album is the cause for everything bad that happened this year, but I think it is. Yeah, I think, I think that be up William there. Shatner, the Shat, if you will, <laughs> should feel bad about what he's done, and he should rethink everything that has happened, and he should know that we, here on this podcast, we know the truth about <laughs> the album, the blues, and what really happened. <laughs> this is a weird bit. Uh, thank you so much for the show as usual this has been very long feedback so I'm just going to end it there Um, probably do 2021 predictions later on at some point but thank you so much for the show as always keep it up and I will talk to you next time okay thank you thank you you. I'm not sure we're even aware of the uh, album were we yes I was aware of it (laughs) I kept that very quiet (laughs) I I may not have been aware of it but it's a constant constant underlining fear (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) I mean, it hasn't graced my CD collection yet. (laughs) Give it time. (laughs) And talking of those Cybermen from 10th Planet, they do sound weird, but if you listen to Big Finish's spare parts... 
that voice comes across really creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's well worth listening to that. Yeah. Well, also, if you listen to early electronic voices... Speak and spell machines. That's how they sounded, so... Yeah, that's what they're emulating. Yeah. Yeah. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of our New Year's Hangover special. (laughs) I'm too sober. But never fear, in the next one, we'll be back with more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that... N for New Year. Narcissistic. Nasty. Nubile. Niggling. Nonce. (laughs) (laughs) Negotiate. Nauseatingly. Nearer. (laughs) Towards us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series one number three five eight, featuring Adam J Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente and Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. I can only hope this confinement ends soon. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> About the way we caved in first. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and as usual, the usual suspects for the next Doctor are being touted in the, uh, in the various media. Or mm-hmm. is that a bit of spoiler music there? Or addendums? Predictions? Yeah, predictions. We'll go yeah. for, for addendums for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, just Andrew. a sec. Alexa, stop. Um, now, you, you guys carry on, okay. and I'll just go and check the tea. Oh, okay. sorry about that. That's all right. Okay. She's squeaking your bubble, Keith. Oh, she is. She is, <laughs> yeah. Is Karen still making dinner? Uh, she, she, the, the alarm just went off again, so she's just nipped down. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. We can wait for her to come back. Oh, can I, can I shoehorn in another addendum? Yeah. Referring to that font of all knowledge, the Daily Mail. There's an article in there which has gone... uh, It's um, video footage which has gone viral courtesy of Boston Dynamics. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. Two humanoid robots and uh, a four-legged robot dancing to the tune of Do You Love Me? Yeah, I've seen this. (laughs) I've seen this. Yes, I mean, watch it. I mean, a lot of people are convinced it's CGI. I'm not convinced. I think it is real life. I mean, it's something they can do. They're pretty good with their, mm, yeah. their quadrupeds and their bikes. Yes. Boston mm-hmm. Dynamics, so. But, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that has been something of the holy grail for um, automaton yeah, manufacturers. Yeah. yeah sort of just making the gyroscopes, you know, can sort of compensate for the balance and sort of movements mm. in all three, di- in all three di- uh, dimensions. As for a sort of a, a crane-like robot, shuffling across the screen, shaking its booty. <laughs> <laughs> it has got to be seen to be believed. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, just go online and just type in Boston Dynamics, uh, Dynamics Robots. You'll enjoy it. It's only, a short, it's only a short clip. It's only about a minute and a half long. Yeah. Oh, okay. Put a link in the show notes. The Captain Jack coat is coming in handy. I'm wearing it while walking to work. Oh, yeah, I've got to wear my 10th Doctor. It's my new winter coat, is my 10th yeah. Doctor coat. Yep. There are sounds of mastication. <laughs> Fierce mastication. <laughs> what they get up to in the sanctity of their own bedroom is up to them, even if they are <laughs> Skyping it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, this website sounds something. Yeah. <laughs>
What was that, Sully? Uh, according to my watch here, England to enter third national lockdown with all schools closed and people told to stay at home. So mm. basically, When's this effective tier from? four. <laughs> well, tier, tier four plus schools. It's tier mm. three. Same as what we're on, isn't it? No, schools were open. Uh, when's it start? Probably immediately. Mm. I've forgotten where we were. 